Welcome. Good. Good. good yeah. Welcome to the Church of Whatever. First, uh, our first recording. Yep, the very first. Yeah, we had to start somewhere. Nobody starts at the top, you know, so we figured we might as well start here. Yeah, yeah, no, well, certainly Drake doesn't. He started at the bottom. Now he's here, though. Yeah, now he's... That. Yeah, he's somewhere. He's sitting on the top of that, uh, the, the, the thing in Toronto, the CN Tower, with nobody else, just hanging out alone by himself and that's uh that's that's his problem yeah i mean he he worked his way up toward uh some element of success uh you know if we could if we score him financially which is which is a pretty good element of measure he does uh, he's he's done quite well mm. for himself yeah i'm that's sure valid. but like yeah. i'm sure he's not doing well in some things i don't think he's very confident you know, I think he's got an issue with that. He's standing up there by himself. He's always wearing these like big furry coats. You know, I think he's hiding. You know, I wonder what he's hiding from everybody. Yeah, I mean, on on some element, like if you if you spend most of your time um, trying sort of like to be something that you that I mean, maybe he really is this like awesome guy that he portrays himself to be but like on some level it has to be somewhat of an act and uh that must be very tiresome mm. i would imagine like well he is a jew can't forget he's a quarter jewish yeah yeah but if he was any more jewish he wouldn't be drake yeah nobody would pay attention to him exactly he would just yeah. be doing his thing and he'd be a background where he'd be ghost writing instead of actually up there or he would have founded the record label and been the the real wealthy one. Yeah. Because, you know, Drake's done all right for himself, but Herb Alpert, you know, some of these guys with the record labels, they are the ones who do real, real well. I was reading about that. There's this there's this, uh, this band, it's Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass Band. And they came out in the, like, the 50s and 60s. Um, and Herb, you know, you can tell he's uh, he started A&M Records. And and his bio basically is it's written by him. It's like, you know, information supplied by Herb Alpert. And it's just talking about how well he's done on his record. It has nothing to do with him as an artist. It's just like my label is great. I signed all these amazing people. I made all this money. And uh, yeah, nobody listens to him, luckily. To take it back. Yeah. Yeah. If you're the one writing the contracts. Mm you're you're probably in a position of power and then you have to keep you sort of have to keep the one the person who's actually doing all the work like creating the music and and performing you have to you have to give them the illusion that they're in a position of power Mm -hmm. and you do that by nice yeah you give them a lot of drugs that's that's one way to do it and you Some, some gold chains yeah, and and groupies and parties and mm. and um and uh and then meanwhile you're just sort of like siphoning all of the you don't really let them see the money the the money that they see is money that you you let them see. Mm-hmm. How did we and, learn all of this? <laughs> Where did this come from? Because this is innate. You know, just it's just automatic. 
Yeah, it's well. Yeah, you have to pick one of the roles. You either have to be, you know, you you pick one of them, and yeah. and so um, and if you're gonna pick, if you pick one, just try to be the best at it. Don't really like, don't half-ass it. Don't don't start developing some sense of like morals and just just be the thing that you know it's supposed to be and everyone will be fine with that you know that that's a criteria for success but if you try to alter the the formula a little bit and you try to like give it your own twist and you're you're probably not gonna come out ahead yeah and that's what society wants you to understand is that just just pick a lane do it by the book read the book you know be the book be the book don't don't stretch the boundaries because you'll set yourself up for failure and just stay on that straight and narrow path um as that defined archetype or whatever it is that uh you know you know the the socioeconomic and um sort of like yeah but jason jason you're forgetting that those are the, the people teaching you that are the ones writing the contract they're the right. ones who aren't staying in the same lane. They're out there freaking writing all the contracts and saying, oh, just do what you do and you'll be fine. But I guess that's, you know, that's what they've accepted too. They're just like, yep, I'm going to write the best contract and it's going to be the best for me because I'm going to have all of these people working, doing stuff. And I'm going to sit here and, uh, you know, enjoy my caviar. But there's always yeah. better caviar. That's the thing, you know. There's always somebody there with better caviar than you. Yeah, there always is. But I, luckily, I have the caviar app, so I can order food. Oh, nice. You get the better door. one. Yeah. So what's the deal with caviar? They it's it's got to be owned by DoorDash. It's just it's just an exact copy of the DoorDash app. It's just named yeah. differently. <laughs> really? Yeah. I I I think it was just a way to to like they were like, well, let's DoorDash might not be the best name. It's it's good. Mm-hmm. It's okay, but they probably some guy up up in marketing or you know some marketing VP or you know whatever was like, well, we don't want to drop the current app because that's what everyone's using. Could we just make a second one that's an exact mirror of all of our current databases and code and everything? It'll have a new set of users. We won't. Even, I don't even know why they did that much. They could have just, on some level, just. Cre- mirrored all the users and just said you now also have access to caviar uh so i just pulled this up doordash it did uh acquire caviar that's solid that you were able to recognize that they acquired the food delivery app from square so caviar was started by square okay and then they must have just basically repurposed it and or just gave it a they, they must have just completely copied its ui I mean, maybe maybe Caviar copied DoorDash's UI, and 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 that's why it was pretty successful. And then they were like, "We'll just buy it from you because you're just ripping us off." I don't I don't know the backstory. <laughs> Interesting to see. You guys went far enough, and you made it. Right, and now you're valuable, so we'll take. Yeah. It. Wow, good investment. Square bought the company for 90 million in 2014, and then sold it in 19 for 400 million dollars so that's a pretty good investment right there that's a solid investment yeah he's signing the contracts that's for sure that's four and a half x in like five years yeah that's a good wild wild how do you get into business like that 
can all be uh, just you know fan like fun stocks that come in and that come and go. It's got to be more than that. I'm looking at land. Land is the way to go. I'm telling you, it's the realest asset. All this other stuff is just is just playing with numbers on a screen. This is like property. This is real. It goes somewhere. It's dirt. I like the dirtness of it. Yeah, land is pretty much it, fundamentally it's like all we've got. That's the most intrinsic yeah. uh, asset. Is like everything that we all of the like cryptocurrency. Like if you just look at like the almost the most you know sort of um, phantasmal assets like. Those are all based on the idea that you have land where you can mine, you can mine these coins. Like you can yeah. actually have these servers that would. So without land, I mean, yeah, every asset boils down to do you have land to. And it's like which land, right? Because it's not just you know you have to have the land to mine it, but you also have the land to build the materials for the machines to mine it and the energy to mine it. Like that's at the base, man. It's it's all from the earth. It's all from the earth. Yeah. That's why they yep. call it real estate. Yep, it's, yep, it's, yep, like it's the most realistic. Actually, something, you know, and it's uh, all the all the people I know who are worth big, like a lot of money. They all own land, or they all most of them don't own vacant land. Most of them own like houses and office buildings and such. But that's uh, that's a theme. Do you know any like super rich people? Um super rich like what are we yeah. talking you know i would say like um net assets of over like 20 million no that's over 10 million let's go to let's go over 10 i'm guessing well my yeah well i guess my family probably has at least that really there you go do they own land no not really, really? I mean, we have we have a couple you know house my mom yeah. has a house but that's yeah. valid. They, yeah, but if maybe you're that's not like, as much money as I think it is. You know, maybe ten million is not that much money. Yeah, but if you if you're talking about like twenty, yeah, if you're talking about like you, yeah, you have enough money to just just say fuck you to the world. You know, yeah. that's I don't know anyone personally. Well, I probably do, but I not not on a level that I would consider like even mentioning them. Yeah, oh, of course not mentioning. Yeah. Yeah, I almost mentioned a, a, a name of a particular family, and I was like, you know what, we we don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. But the, uh, I don't know. I am I am curious on your thoughts about the wedding. I'm very curious on your thoughts about the wedding. Oh yeah, the wedding. Yeah. Yeah, because that the was wedding, interesting. The wedding we attended. The wedding. It was a beautiful wedding. I can't say anything against. It, it was a gorgeous, gorgeous wedding taken care of. All the the food was quite good food was quite good and uh, the band outstanding the company was pretty good you know no, the company was exceptional but uh yeah kind of a last second thrown together twice delayed yeah the 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 wedding was amazing the only yeah. the only really the only other wedding i've ever been to was an indian wedding and that, mm. that wedding was off the chain because that was like in india and it was i just, mean how do they compare yeah they were both awesome they were both okay. I, I would say both were equally fun. I would say the one we just went to, there was more, potentially slightly more energy, but I don't know. Both went, both were just outrageous. Yeah. 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 It, it, there was it a makes lot me, of energy. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me, it makes me sort of uh, fearful of a, like a wedding that's not 
um, like fun. Lively. I, I can only yeah, lively. I can only imagine just sitting there for a long time, like kind of waiting for it to. Yeah, you know, you got to pick a good band, and uh, you got to. There's a couple key things that you need. Like you need that one guy who's just gonna go and just start the party, right? And you got to have that. And luckily, um, you know, we had you, me, and Ryan starting on the dance floor. And we had, well, Gordon doesn't start the dance floor, but Gordon starts the, you know, the, the party. Um, and, but once it started, it's, uh, and the, you know, and in this case, the band was really, uh, I mean, a 10 piece, like Latin Hebrew fusion pop band. What are you going to do? You know, you're going to get out there and dance off. That's, that's all you can do. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that was a phenomenal band for a wedding. I mean, really. Yeah. Like, really, they jammed. For... Yeah, they did. I forgot there was even a band there. That's how good they were. I thought we were just listening to like, like speakers at a certain. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Just, I mean, we Could were listening to speakers, but. You yeah. Know. Yeah, it was great. It was a good time, but it's good to be back where I yeah. live, which will re- remain anonymous for now because I can't mm-hmm. give away the the secrets. Any details. But... Yeah. The basement from which you crawl out of every day. Well, right. most days. Yes. Some days. Most, most Some days. days. Yeah, most days. You get out of the house. You got dogs, man. Dogs need to be walked. They I do. Am. Yeah. When are you when are you uh getting a dog? Uh, you know, I got I got to <laughs> got to have a house first. I got to get some land cuz right now I just don't it's not a First off, I live with cats, cats and dogs. Sometimes they get along, but it's not the time. And uh, I think, well, we're we're looking to move down to the uh, you know the greater LA area. And I think at that point we're gonna real really start to consider it because Santa Cruz is nice, but there's just not nothing's happening there. It's just it's all everybody is just cruising. They're just hanging out, going 43 miles an hour. And look, that's enough for a lot of people. 43 is is for a lot of people. That's all they need. Um, but it's just, uh, it's dirty. The, the hippies, man, they're, they're a little aggressive. You see them and you're just like, I don't want that. Certainly couldn't, uh, spend all of my time there, but it's, it's been good. It's been a good couple of months. That's for sure. Definitely been a good couple of months, but yeah, we're looking, we're looking at, uh, like Venice. We're looking at Elysian park, um, which is like up, it's like in, it's like North of downtown, and uh, some Orange County area, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's my sentiment of Santa Cruz as well. It's like, it's a great place, but I, it, and it's like kind of its own little bubble, which is kind of cool, but mm-hmm. uh, it is a bubble. So you kind of feel like on some level, or at least I do, like, I feel like I'm being enveloped when I'm there. And I don't like, I don't like that, that intense feeling of like envelop, being enveloped. I like yeah. to be enveloping. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. And, yeah. And I, and I don't even, it's hard to describe why that feeling even exists almost, but it does for me. So, yeah, where I'm at now, I, I feel like I, I don't know if I can be here forever, but it's certainly a possibility. Yeah. No, it's a great, yeah, I agree. I think it is. I think it's a, uh, for you, it might even be a probability. Yeah. Yeah. It's enough, a, man. Boise, people are, people are moving around in Boise. That's for sure. They're going places. Most yeah. of them went all the way there. Like nobody's actually from Boise. Yeah. No, a lot of people here are, but. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. 
but but a lot of people aren't. Yeah, I'd say it's like 50 50. Really? Like 50, but but a lot of people are. are That's pretty good. Like, yeah. And they don't leave for a reason. They they come back. They they go other places and they, they they're like the Amish. They they leave their village. They're like, is there yeah. something else out there? I'm gonna go on this little tour, check it all out. And I've seen it, and where I'm from is just better than everywhere else. Great, I'm yeah, going. Right and back I'm going to go back to wearing a hat every day. Yeah. Whatever yeah. the other, whatever else the Amish do. Well, people and people here like their hats too. They also like cider, which I don't really get. Totally it's all sugary, that. you know. Yeah. yeah. That's that's actually pretty odd. They like cider. Well, it was a to be, you know, it was a adults. thing when I moved. It was a mm-hmm. thing when I moved here, but then it kind of. It's not as big anymore. Now people just want to oh, be like good. real, like real people, which is yeah. good. We had a phase, society. We had a little phase. We got into cider. It was fun. Now we're back to now we're back to reality. Yeah, society loves its phases. It loves does. Its phases. It does. Hey man, I played Pokemon. It was great. Yeah. A lot of people still play in that, but I had a I had fun with it. I don't even. Th- I think Pokemon's still going hard. Uh, it's still like really popular yeah like with the pokemon go and and i i heard the i read something like the pokemon cards still sell like crazy like kids really really why not why i i take that back i enjoyed it i did enjoy my cards i never actually played a game though like i had all the cards and i never really uh i never actually really played a game they were just there to look at and reorganize and uh yeah, man. Childhood is odd. Like, I'm actually kind of looking forward to having kids just for the fact that I can see what they do with all their time. Because you've got so much of it when you're a kid. You've got so much of it. It extends forever in like a never-ending, in like a, a you know, an infinite, unpassable thing is that is time. And uh, when you're an adult, you're just like, well, now I have to do this, and now I have to do this. And it just you don't have any time. I certainly don't have any time. Yeah, we we were all kids, but then when if you have kids or you're at least if you're around kids, you get to sort of like um use observe them and be like, okay, what exactly was I doing? Like what yeah. like I I remember what I was doing to an extent, but the memory is sort of hazy and it and it and it's probably not very indicative of of what actually happened because I'm viewing it through a lens of an adult, which is like a much more informed and aware version of who I was as a child. And mm-hmm. so, and so I think I have these, these understandings of like what I was thinking and who I was, but it's, but it probably is so, uh, it's such a more like rudimentary, it's probably actually such a more rudimentary version of that, of what I think I was doing. And, uh, and yeah, so it'll be, it'll definitely be interesting to, have kids for sure one day yeah yeah they're uh they're weird those little things i don't know what they do all day but i already said but we'll see we'll see are there a lot of kids in boise i don't think there are that many out there i don't remember seeing them there are right where i live there there are um mm. there's like tons we met that one kids. kid he was like what was he he was like 16 already quit meth insane man well he said drugs so that could be anything but we just assumed it was meth i guess yeah we did assume that i thought he said it was uh no you don't know you don't ask a drug addict what drug unless you're also a drug addict and then you plan on sharing it 
it could have just been weed, but he, but he probably like he, he maybe he heard from his parents enough that like weed is bad, you know, sort of yeah. red rhetoric, and then and then he de- he decided that it was bad, and that he he would he had done this sort of revolutionary thing of where he's like staying off the drugs, you know, um, yeah. and then surely enough in like five years he'll he'll within five years someone will offer him some weed, he'll smoke it, and, and he'll be like, oh, that was never as bad as I. Told it was it was actually great yeah. and what was i even doing okay whatever yeah smoke weed now. yeah can pass that juby that pass that doobie you'll learn it's been a I'm while kind of, it's been a long time since i smoked yeah yeah weed's great i i'm kind of tired of having the conversation with people about whether we they like weed or not i it's sort of like i just don't care if you do or not just say no to it or say yes to it i don't yeah. Like people want to go into it, they're like, oh, I, and then when I smoke it and I feel, I feel this thing, like this urge. And then I had call my mom and I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't dude, what? I'm 31. I like, don't, I get nervous and then I start ventilating and then all of a sudden I, I chill out and then I'm good. But once I hit, get over that hump, then now I'm back into the Valley and then I'm smooth, smooth sailing, but I can, I can take two more hits, two more hits. And then I'm okay. But if I take one more hit that can send me to the ER, we might have to go to the ER. I'm like, I'm like, there's so many particular things that you've decided are these is it's this formula that you've decided upon. And I, I can't, I, a, I can't even keep up with it and B, I don't even care. So just, so just smoke, smoke it or don't smoke it. Look, I could probably break down all the little nuances of like how I'm feeling when I'm smoking weed and how, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's just weed and it's always, it's always just been weed. Like it's nothing. Thankfully, you know, thankfully it's a great drug. Yeah. Yeah. If you smoke it and there's like no repercussion, you like the worst that's going to happen. You, you, you just feel like a little uneasy. And then the next morning you wake up and you're, 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 you're back to normal. You're, you're, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, oh, just about. But at a certain point, you know, you grow up, you get through it. It was right. good. It was good for a while, you know. Then you got to go get a real drug habit, you know. Then it's time to. Then you got to pick up some pills, you know. Then you gotta. Then you gotta. You gotta. You gotta move along in the journey, you know. At a certain point, you just start, you know, start drinking heavy, you know. Drink yourself out of the house. Just, just be done with it, you know. It was good. It was a good run. Just uh, you know, OD in your car. You go 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 somewhere and and do some do some real drugs. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's the Tim Dillon method. Yeah, that is a Tim you Dillon bit. You have to pick up a real drug habit. Yeah. Uh, I don't recommend it, but if but if you're gonna do if you no, if you're gonna be a drug guy, you might as yeah. well go all in. Like don't yeah. don't you know pick don't. a specialty, you know, right? Stick with it. Cause then, then you're doing something. Then you're doing something, and uh, hopefully you're doing it as best as you can. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's society will tend to reward you, uh, no matter what, if you're doing something and you're doing it as best as you can, even if it's a terrible thing. It could be yeah. terrible, or it could be amazing. It could be literally anything on the spectrum of like morality. And but if you're just really good at it, you're probably going to get rewarded in some way. Yeah. Um, you know, because you've got like the mafia, like the mafia do does terrible things, but they get rewarded. They did right? great. They yeah. did. They had a long. They had a good run. Yeah. They still and they doing be, anything? 
They are, but like they, yeah. But it's like it's fizzling, it's fizzling. But they, they, they lay low now. Yeah. They lay low. Like the crime families, they, they don't, they don't make uh, their names known as much. And a lot of what they're doing is like, like racketeering and like and like smuggling and 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 theft. It's just like it's kind of like just crime, literal, just yeah, like just crime. But normal. What is racketeering? What does that actually mean? I think it's like when you you're like selling arms or you're like involved in arms trade or mm. something. Maybe I'm I should probably look that up and we can't be yeah. spreading wrong information. This is the church or whatever. We got to we got to speak the truth. Yeah, racketeering is perpetrators fraudulently offer a service that will not be put into effect. Offer a service to solve non-existent problem. Oh. Hmm. Okay. It's just fraud. It was basically yeah, like... so it's fraud. Oh, okay. So it has nothing to do with weapons. Why did I think it had something to do with weapons? Oh. The mafia does a lot with weapons, or d- did a lot with weapons. Yeah. They also stole all of the McDonald's um, million-dollar prize tokens. Right. Yeah, that was like I, I read that that was the best money-making that the mob ever did. They made it like hundreds of millions of dollars on that. Yeah, that's yeah, it's such an awesome scheme. Uh, yeah, printing monopoly or getting access to the monopoly uh, yeah. pieces at the source, you know, at the source. Source. That was a good documentary. Have you seen that one? No, no. Oh wow, I think it's Stone. HBO. Okay. I made it about halfway through. Oh, uh, I have some junk getting picked up. I gotta, I gotta take a call. Just a second. One eight hundred got junk. They'll come and they'll pick up your junk. You know. And they'll even handle it properly. Sometimes you a, get, yeah. Is that a real thing? It's a real business. Not that kind of junk, Jason. Get your mind out of there. But it's a, uh, yeah. One eight hundred got junk. They came. That my, we got a bunch of just junk, and they're coming. They're, they'll be right here to pick up my junk, and uh, they'll handle it properly. Yeah, yeah. See, and that's like another example of how you can just like get really good at something that's like totally seemingly totally worthless but if you just get really good at it like yeah you'll you'll fit some sort of niche service or like and and then it's like and then you can go on the opposite end of the spectrum and you can be like this crazy entrepreneur who like start has a startup and all this crap and you maybe you're like a programmer or you're like a businessman or whatever or you know you're a tech person and so you're probably on some level doing a good thing or like people would view it as a good thing but at the end of the day, somebody's dying. Somebody's dying. There is somebody out there picking up junk. Somebody's you – know? everything you do in life, that thing you're doing, you're killing somebody. But it's yeah. okay because we are, we're all doing it. So, like, yeah. if, you're, if you're coding all day, you're killing yourself. Yeah. That's you that's dying. Yeah. And, that's, and so somebody's going to die. It's either you or, like – or it's, like, Fat Tony if you're going to, you know, whack him or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, so you pick, you pick who dies and – and the you know probably the most moral thing will be to just allow yourself to die, but yeah. if but if that's too much for you, which I mean that's like, what Fat Tony is up to, you know the hoagies, man, they they really get to you. Exactly, yeah, and you know yeah. it might be a bit much to accept the fact that you know being an accountant all day and doing people's taxes is uh, is killing you. So maybe maybe you'll uh, you'll decide to uh, become a you know a cop and just uh, you know shake people down for money and that's a conscious decision you made. It's it's a, it's an okay decision because yeah. you just you, you came to terms with 
the fact that you you weren't willing to um, sacrifice your soul for uh, you know some mo monetary uh, reward, and uh, and um, you, you'll probably be better off for it. So we're all yeah. doing what we can. We're all we're all out there trying to hustle and bustle and uh, don't beat yourself up for it. Yeah, because somebody else will. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else would love to come around and you know what they're good at is they're just finding people who want to get taken advantage of and that's their game and they play it very well. Oh yeah, yeah. There's systems built in place all around us that are that are um uh they're there's they essentially are looking for people to uh um for opportunities they're looking for people who they, who they can cap who can they can capitalize on yeah and if you're and if you're either way right and if <laughs> you are dumb enough to allow yourself to be part of these processes you can you'll you'll lose everything like yeah. you'll lose you'll like if you go to the racetrack every saturday like you'll probably lose all your money like you're probably going to lose all your they're money. very good at what they do you know you've got your little formula you are not going to beat the racetrack you're just right. not and and you know if you uh, if you get caught up with you know some gangbangers you know you're you're they're they're gonna take you for your for a ride yeah. you know they're you know they might seem like your friends for a little bit but they're gonna take you and uh, it'll be and you'll come out the other side probably better off either in jail or you know maybe you learn something from it but either way yeah. you're gonna be you know you'll have one ex one new experience under your belt that you can yeah. draw on whenever you're Whenever you're uh, encountering something, you'll be like, you know, maybe that one time I was running with those guys, uh, you know, I don't want to do that again. Or yeah. maybe you do. Maybe you do want to do it again because it was a valuable experience and it was profitable or, you know, whatever. And, you know, maybe it was rewarding in some way. So, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people never learn their lesson, though. And that's uh, that's a fact, including me. Sometimes I don't learn my lesson. Do the same thing. End up playing the same video game. I end up doing the same uh, same thing. And that's insanity. It's insanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to, I had to recently come to grips that you know maybe maybe some decisions I've been making over the past you know ten years of my life were repetitive, yeah. and were were would work. You know maybe they would work sporadically, yeah. they work out sporadically. But it, in the long run, it was like a losing set of decisions or like sort of. Would you would you find that with? Oh, it was actually investing mostly really you know? yeah like i think my investing strategies like probably worked you know to an extent but didn't work out in the long run like it's not it's not a winning strategy i had to sort of shift my my mindset a little bit um yeah. uh and that's a good thing it sometimes it can take like i think what i've learned is like some it can you, you might always think like in the moment that you've got everything figured out uh but if you're alive for any meaningful amount of time, if you're alive for like 40 to 50 years, mm -hmm. at least, at least you're probably, you're going to encounter, you're going to encounter experience a lot of stuff. And like the stuff that you experience two years from now could rapidly change or drastically change your viewpoint. Yeah. Uh, so like right now in the moment, you might think like, I'm, I'm pretty solid. I've got things figured out. Like you can encounter something tomorrow that like, it, that just completely shifts your uh, mentality. Yeah. You have to be a different person for some for some reason, because like we have these established routines that you just you stick to and you're used to, like you said. And every once in a while, that's uh, you got to question it. It's good for the soul. 
And sometimes that questioning might be Fat Tony showing up in your life and, you know, shaking you down. You never know. Right. Sometimes it might be Fat Tony in the other room having a heart attack. And you're just like, all right, well, I guess I can't be eating like Fat Tony anymore. That's just not uh, not good for the old health, the old ticker. Yep. That's what they call it. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, yeah, you, those, you, you do have to be willing to, on some extent, to, like, um, beat yourself up a little bit. Like, it's funny. People around me always tell me, they're like, you're very negative of yourself. And I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand any other way. Like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand what you're you're proposing as an alternative. Like, I I can. Do you, do you want me to just shift all my concepts to being positive about myself? Because that's like rewarding a bad child with positive reinforcement. All yeah. like always. Like that's yeah. that's a recipe for disaster. I'm pretty sure that that method of thinking is probably how you end up being an egomaniac. Like that has to be. Like you just mm-hmm. constantly look at yourself through a lens of like you're doing great. Like, well, then what? how are you ever going to learn when you're doing bad? Like you're not, it doesn't, it's so irrational. It's such a weird way of thinking. The key though is balance because if you're always thinking that you're doing bad, then you're not going to be, you know, you're just going to suck all the time. And you gotta, yeah, sometimes you got to look at yourself and be like, all right, that was a good decision. You know, like, well, I didn't run today, but I was you know, on a day. Sometimes I, I, I've been running in the mornings and I will be like, all right, that was right. I ran, you ran, and I ran, uh, I've been running a lot. I've been doing, like yesterday, I was up to, I did like five point five and a half miles in the morning. And it's just, it's it's nice, and it's it's a nice chance to be like, all right, well, I might be mostly stupid, I might be mostly backwards, but at least I did this right. At least I did this right. Yeah, that's totally where I'm at right now. Wow, damn, we're, all, we're probably on the same page. Because I ran yeah. yesterday. I've been oh, running. Oh, nice. I, now it's like summer, I've been starting to run. I, I, yeah. I'm, kind of, I'm kind of discovering this whole nature area that's right next to me that like I I only really have seen like a quarter to half of it during, during the like I really uh, really I kind of realize I haven't really explored this area too much and now that I'm running and I ran with my dog yesterday and nice. yes it is nice to like go for like something simple like a jog and it, and then at the end of the day you're like oh well at least I maybe maybe I'm not doing all these other things up to where I think I'm doing them but yeah if I went out and ran and I just got a little bit of exercise and enjoyed myself, that's a pure win. There's yeah. no, there's no loss there. Nothing wrong with that right. at all. I'm yeah. actually reading a book about that right now. It's called born to run. Excellent, excellent book. And it, one of the things that they go into is that's we are like, and it's, you know, the title really gives it away. It's like, we are literally born to run. That was our advantage. And the reason why our brains grew and there's so many different, like things that are connected to it and when it really comes down to it it's just that's who we are that's what we do and it is real and we have the science to prove it you know the, sci- the scientists that's they've been, they've been working on this theory for a long time and here we are they figured it out and it's just our you know it, it it's so many different levels of our genes are built for it it's like when we um you know it's a bunch of different things it's like when we run long distances we have the ability to actually not be breathing every time we take a step most animals every time they step they're breathing and it's just the way that their physiology works it's like like on a cheetah for example their their ingredients (laughs) their internal organs are much more fluid and they just slosh around 
And when the cheetah steps forward, it expands its chest and everything comes everything gets pushed back and it, it that that sort of opens the lungs up and then they launch they lurch forward everything shoves up forward they close in their chest and they're forced to breathe out so every time they take a step they breathe whereas for us we can really pace it we can really uh we can really go a while with it and it's good yeah running is good i i i was in mexico and I actually fell off a horse and ever since then i haven't i i had been i had been lifting i had been going to the gym but I, I, you know, I fell right on my tailbone and it was just, I was not ready to, to get back into the gym because I couldn't lift anything. Um, but yeah, I've been running and it's been, it's been real good. I think that's, uh, I think that's common. I talked to, I was talking to AL yesterday. He's been running a lot. Jordan Fine has been running a lot. Um, I think it's just, it's just sort of more, you know, more common these days. Yeah, yeah. There seems to be an uptick in running right now. Yeah. Um, I'm buying stock. And running. It's going somewhere. Yeah, buying running stock. Don't buy running shoes, though. Running shoes are... Uh, and it's funny. They've done a lot of studies that show the more expensive the shoes are, the worse the running is. And the worse... Uh, like, the worse off it'll be. Yeah, yeah. You Right. Yeah, no, I freaking love running. I mean, I honestly, I, I can't, I think the last time I really ran like seriously was like college, like it was like probably like 10 years ago. Yeah, and then I, but, and then I, but you were running. I was, that was a different level of running. Yeah, yeah that was, that was like, and I'll, I, that's a level I'll probably never obtain ever again. But like, just even just getting out and just going for, I mean, like, I probably jogged for the first time in like years, like, the yeah. other day, which is like just crazy to me it's like well, how did i never do this well i mean probably not the first time in years i'm sure that i did it here and there but no i was very oh, i definitely yeah. wasn't sedentary but i wasn't moving fast mm -hmm. yeah you don't have to you really don't you got plenty the the you got plenty of time and that's the thing about it it's like the this guy who read the book was tracing the uh, he was following the kalahari bushman and they will literally run an animal to death. That was our advantage. That was how we were able to eat. We would just we would find a deer and we would run after it with, you know, holding a rock or something until the deer could no longer run. And we would just be chilling. You know, you show up and you, you smash it and that's it. And then there's dinner right there waiting for you. You just got to run, you know, a little ultra marathon to get it. But they don't run fast. They'll just jog like a 10, 10 minute miles, you know, and just repeatedly every mile, every every 10 minutes on the 10 minutes, the tribe is running and it's just one mile, one mile, one mile. And then eventually the 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 kudu or the whatever they're, you know, the antelope that they're following just just falls and that's it. And there's dinner. Yeah, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, I guess that's where that one comes from. They should have done it the human in the hair. Because I'm hungry. I could go for some rabbit right about now. It's been a minute since I've uh, since I'd eaten. Slow and steady wins the race. That comes that that it, that rings truer and truer as I get older. It seems like, and I don't know if that's just good because I'm getting older and I'm getting slower. Yeah. Or, or if if that or if there's an element of like carefulness and calculation that you get with taking your time and sort of analyzing your position and then making an, a next smaller step that's you know i think that that uh there's a lot of value in that yeah 
Like, yeah, that's how I've been. That's how I've been feeling with my like. That's been my investment strategy, where it's just like I'm just learning. I'm getting into it. I'm just trying to focus on learning and trying to figure out the different like the different um, things that I can do to make it happen and to learn how to make it happen because it's not easy. Yeah. And, that, and that, I think that applies to even more than just like financial. It's like anything. It's like anything in life, like relationships and stuff. You slower you take it, usually the better. The better. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. But not too slow because then you then you'll just fall asleep and then and then you'll you know, then you just won't. Then life passes you by. Right. You don't want to get passed by life, passed by by life because it doesn't move that fast for the most part. Yeah, sometimes you, you got to pick up the pace, though. Sometimes yeah. you got to, like, you got to move a little bit quickly to keep up. Yeah. Look, we can sprint. We have the we have the power. Yep. Yep, that's why they invented Agile, so that you can have sprints. Oh, that's a lame software development uh, comment. Yeah, the, the folks at home have already lost us. For all They're you like, software developers out there, <laughs> I made a joke. Uh, no. Yeah. So speaking of that, yeah, that's a software development sucks, but for some reason I just can't stop doing it. I just can't stop sitting down and coding. I don't know. Do what... you enjoy it? Like, are you getting anything out of it? Um, I'm getting, yeah, I do get something out of it. It's like, I think that if, when you have your own, when you're starting to start your own thing, like, and if it's anything, it's going to be tough. Like if you're trying to start your own business or your own like project, like, yeah. It's going to be really tough. Uh, and you're going to, because there's a difference between like working for um, like a corporation, because if you're working for like a company or a corporation, like they've got a product, the thing is already defined. You're just mm -hmm. stepping in as this little like a uh, puzzle piece that yeah. they're just trying to like, they're trying to fill a small puzzle piece hole. Uh, and um, you don't even have to fill that puzzle piece. You could just not do your job at all. And you you'll pretend. Still, yeah. yeah. You can pretend to be, you're like a piece from another puzzle and and they're like pretending like you fit in this puzzle yeah. and they're like well that's fine and it's obviously just doesn't look right yeah. at all but they're like that's it's good enough who cares it's a big yeah. puzzle and we can afford a few pieces to not be really valuable <laughs> but if you're your own puzzle if you if you've got your if you're trying to build your own puzzle you don't even have like it's like that box that when you open up a puzzle it's like you don't even have all the pieces you've got like four of the pieces yeah and the puzzle's like the puzzle's like an infinite yeah. Size. It's an infinite size. You got to so go out on eBay. Yeah. You have to like start pathfinding and finding other pieces to fit in. And you're like, well, like it becomes like so dizzying and such a, such a mind fuck. Like you can barely even rationalize like why you're even doing it or what you're doing. That's mm -hmm. what, that's what start started like building your own like real business. I feel like it is like, it's, it's like you, you like barely even know what you're doing. You have an idea like maybe the puzzle's like this big flower, but all you've got is a few petals, and you're like, I don't even know is this like a bush or is it just like a like a maybe it's just like a shrub or a weed. Like I don't, I have no idea where this is leading. But if you if you keep putting the puzzles to, pieces together, eventually it'll start resembling something, and uh, hopefully you can just continue on that path toward whatever the the larger goal is. Yeah, but it's, and but then it's you start tough. finding your own pieces, people you're hiring who are like, all right, well, that's close enough. We'll just place this in this hole and hopefully it'll fit. Right. And then that's, and then you end up right 
where all these major corporations are eventually if everything goes according to plan uh, and then you have a bunch of uh, people who have no idea what they're doing working for you and you have salaries being paid and the economy moves on and that's mm -hmm. how that's how business works that's business yep and so if you can do that if you can build a fake business as tim dillon says if you can yeah. build a fake business then you know you're doing well you're yeah. doing very well oh yeah he's really the best like Everybody I know who knows comedy thinks he's the best. It's like, you like him, Gordon likes him, uh, Rachel's brother loves him. It's just like that's the – these people who just love stand-up comedy, he's the guy. Joe Rogan has him on all the time. Like, he's just he's, – uh, he's the man. Yeah, he might be the, the, the best comic right now. Like, it's Probably. very plausible. I yeah. mean, yeah, he's just – He's saying all the things like fast. He's saying everything that everybody wants to hear the fastest and with the most intent. Like, yeah. and, and, and that's what people want out of a, a comedian. Like yeah. George Carlin did it for a while. Yeah. You, you know, for a long time. He was the man. Yeah. He was the man, you know, like when people reach that level, uh, like, um, you just can't stop listening to them. You're like, yeah, you just, you're just there. Bill Burr's kind of there. Like Bill Burr's like at that level where like he's everything he's, yeah, his, I, his podcast is so good. It's, it's so good. Like, yeah, it's great because he's kind of going through this, like, uh, he's trying to calm down and it's really funny <laughs> hearing him talk about trying to calm down. It's, yeah. it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, is it working? I think he says it is. Yeah. He says okay. he's like calmer and he's like not getting as mad anymore. But he still gets mad, which is great. Like we don't like we don't want him to stop getting mad, but we don't want him to get so mad that he burns himself out. Like if he has to calm things down to to still have some level of anger, then yeah, like do that because we don't want to we don't want to blow the the torch yeah. and just have it slow like, and steady, man. Right, slow and steady. Right, keep keep it going. He's got yeah. there's a lot of anger in there. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. He's he's an older guy, so you know, like he's got a, he's got a certain level of flame left, and if he burns it all out, you know, too quickly, then we get nothing for years. Whereas if he if he does it slow and steady, like George Carlin, then we get a number of years out of him. Yeah. You know, we can we can we can keep him alive, and maybe eventually technology will advance far enough where we can just keep him uh, incubated and 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 running off of some sort of a soylent type. Yeah, we um, have a, There's a tube for that. There's a tube for that. Right. And we can and we can um, just uh, somehow divert all his brain power to just talking all the time. So he doesn't even have to consume food or, or have relationships with anybody, but he can just he can just rant. Uh, yeah. But that, that would be the goal. But I don't know if science is there yet. But at a certain point, like, you know, what's he going to rant about? Like at a certain point, he needs to be out there with the people, you know, he needs to be out there with the people because otherwise he's just, you know, he's just going to devolve into a, a like. um from Futurama, right, where it's just the head in the in the thing, just on a shelf somewhere. And there's that's good, you know. I want Bill Burr's head on a shelf, like that's fine. But he's he needs to be out in the world. He needs to be out talking to the populace, making things happen. Because otherwise, he just becomes, uh, you know, Jerry Seinfeld. And you can only you only want you know one Jerry, and that's that's enough of it. Yeah, that's where the content comes from. Is like real world. Yeah. experiences yeah i saw jerry seinfeld live he did the exact same comedy bits like if you were to, to look at all of his um at everything that he did 
live on the show. His live show, like, you know, on on the show Seinfeld, he would, you know, like his the start was stand up, the end was stand up and the middle he would have some in there. That's all he has. He doesn't have anything else. And since Seinfeld, he's just been in a house in Beverly Hills with his feet up eating thousand dollar caviar for lunch. And he's doing fine, you know, but he's just he doesn't have anything new. His still his his best bit is still about going out. You know, and now you're here and now that you're here, you want to go home. That's it. And that's that. And it's just it's it's excellent and it's gold. But uh, he's got nothing new. He's got nothing new. Yeah, he 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 loves himself, which is good for him. That's that's very but not anybody else. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Good for him. But that's it. It, uh, He's yeah. Yeah. He's really in love with himself. It's it's amazing. Um. And that's and that's good, yeah. I mean, everyone's trying to fall in love with themselves, I suppose, on some level. Yeah. Uh, I I broke up with myself years ago, so we're mm, we're, we're okay. Smart. We're, smart. Yeah. But it's funny. There's actually an episode uh, on Seinfeld where he like he's dating a woman who is him, and it's like himself is he sees himself in this woman, and that's it. And like they're going good. I think they got engaged. Everything is going well, and then. Out of nowhere, at the end of the episode, he's like, "Yeah, we broke up," and everybody's like, "Wait, why? Why did you break up with her? You know, you guys were so good." And he was like, "You know what? She was. I found that she was just too like me, and I hate myself, so I had to break up with her." And and uh, and that was that. So he at least he at least got it at some point. You know, at some point he did understand that you got that you got to have that element. Yeah. Yep. That makes yeah. sense. But there's yeah. a certain amount of, you know, caviar and whatever the heck else he does to himself where you're just like, all right, that was uh, that's enough. Yeah, we can keep all of this. Excellent. All right. Well, I uh, I do think I got to go. We're actually going to go catch a, a reggae show at the beach. Um, so nice. I think it is about that's... that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm in Seal Beach, actually. But, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Same shit. Seal Beach is if you were to take Santa Cruz and add military discipline, you end up with Seal Beach. Like, <laughs> that's it. It's just a bunch of hippies who happen to be in the Navy and love it here. And uh, yeah, it's good. That time. makes sense. So, yeah. 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 All right, Jason. It's a pleasure. Church or whatever. We've done one. And uh, yeah, send it. I'm, I'll be uh, I'll listen to it. Can't be. Yep. Can't have been that bad. It's been fun. Yeah, this is uh this is the church of whatever and you listen to it and I'm sorry for that. It's rough, man. I can't believe you made it this far. I barely did. I would have I would have left hours ago if I could have, but uh, you know, I'm stuck in this head of mine. Got no choice. And I'm there with you on some level, so. There you go. Luckily not all of them, so we do still have more 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 sermons to have, more church to be had. All right. <laughs> Bye now. God God bless. God bless. May he bless and keep you. Be well.